Hello everyone and here we are again for our Wednesday, regular Wednesday live chamble which I'm starting to uh, really enjoy. Oh I don't know what that is, that's quite nasty feedback. I think that might be Suzanne's, oh yes it was. So you might need to put your ear earphones in Suzanne so that you don't give us feedback from your... Yes, good. So I, I can hear myself talking, so you might need to grab some earphones. There you are. Suzanne's going to go off and grab some earphones so we don't get nasty um, feedback. That's the only problem with these things, because you can hear yourself talking in the background. So today we're talking all things checklist and checklists are great. I love them. Santa loves a checklist. Are you on the naughty list or are you on the nice list? I saw that um, Edith and Julia put themselves on the on both lists. That's a bit greedy. Hi, Jane. How are you? Lots of people are joining us. So we've got Nick, Nadine, Fran. We've got Chris um, from Cranbrook, I think. Pfizer, hi. Julia, as I said, Edith. So just say hi in the sidebar and then we, we'll know that you're here. And Emma, hi. Hi, Emma. Yeah, I love it. I'm a list addict. So um, just going to, as I normally do, check to see whether we've gone live on... Um, Facebook at all so that I can obviously answer questions on there. It's always a little bit delayed and we're never quite sure whether it works, but we'll see. We'll check again in a, in a few minutes. So how are you doing, Suzanne? Gabrielle. Hi, Gabrielle. So how are you doing, Suzanne? Have you found some, have you found some headphones? <laughs> so she's found some headphones, hopefully. Hi. Hi, Una. So, um, yeah, as I say, today I'm talking to the lovely Suzanne Aral from Aral, etc. And she'll be um, telling us about all the things she loves about a checklist shortly. So there we are. We've got some headphones in and Rod. Hi, Rod. So hopefully we won't um, get feedback now from um, Suzanne's microphones, speakers, whatever they're called. I'm not very technical, as you will know. So studies have shown this is the science bit pay attention everyone this is the science that we perform much better as humans if we write everything down why could that be because i know that i really do hi oscar i really do perform better if i write things down so what makes the the checklist such a great tool hi uta and jonathan good boy jonathan i just had a session with jonathan before here and one of the uh, the the things that we decided on was that he was not going to work for the rest of the day and he was going to join in with crowdcast today because he has had he's doing very well in lockdown and i'm very very proud of you jonathan you're doing a great job keep doing it um so why are checklists so good well Science, as I said, prepare yourself, take a deep breath. Um, I'm not very good at names, so we're going to try with this one. Bluma Zigonik. I'm going to put this all in a blog post on the website, so you'll be able to read it later and decide how you think that's pronounced. But he was the first one, the first person to notice the brain's obsession with dealing with pressing tasks. And he noticed that, um, oh, oh, we've got the feedback again, Suzanne. Well, she's had to turn herself right. She might have to turn herself right down. I can't hear you, love. <laughs> but um, so he noticed that we, um, 
we remember things better when we when we have a reminder that we need things to do. And, and he um, created this theory by observing waiters. I love that. I love that. If I'm going to do some research, I want to do it in a restaurant while I'm eating and drinking. That is the best time to do research, I think. So he noticed while sitting in the restaurant, clever man, that waiters can recall everything to do with what you order, your drinks, your food, etc., prior to you having the food. But once they delivered the food, hi, Christine, once you've delivered the food, uh, once they've delivered the food, it's all gone. They can't remember a thing. So if you they deliver the food and then they come up to you and you say, um, I ordered chips with that. Not me, because I don't eat chips. <sighs> Never. Um, they'll go, did you? Can't remember. Sorry, delivered your food. You're all done. So he noticed um, in the study. So Suzanne's obviously left us temporarily. She left me on my own. So you can see a bit more of my room now. You can see my chair. And it is a bit chilly today. So I've got the fire on. Look. Some fires on as well. So I've had to move my office back down into the house because we've had Sky Broadband go down in my office. So you're getting to see my temporary office. Um, Suzanne's just working on um, dealing with the feedback. So as I say, um, Zanganik. do apologise to every Russian who's watching because that's obviously a terrible pronunciation, was the one who found this uh, um, observing... Um, waiters uh, so genius genius when i do my phd which i we talked about last week and i've been talking to the lovely nicole this week about it and i am going to submit um nikki griffiths you should be able to see me on the screen i'm not sure um why you can't see me maybe you need to enable something if you go down into the bottom left corner you should be able to um, find the setup. And I'm just seeing if we're live on Facebook so I can tell you to go there as well. We have been struggling with the old live on Facebook though. So Crowdcast are definitely having a problem with the old live on Facebook thing. All clear this end. Thank you, Emma. Yeah, um, I can't see it on Facebook at the moment, but that doesn't mean it's not happening. Uh, it could be happening, but I can't see it. So. As I say, lists are great. But another scientist, David Allen, um, also said that scribble notes don't work. So it's no good having a bit of a rubbish list. But, you know, post-it notes, they're not quite as good. So it's no good writing on the back of your hand, um, bank or mum or some innate instruction to yourself. You um, you do actually have to produce a nice fully formed list. So, because otherwise you can't prioritize and there's not enough detail. And so you don't get the satisfaction of crossing things off. So the lists are really good because it means that your brain prioritizes those, prioritizes those actions, but you have to write a proper fully fledged list. And it's a bit like the journal we were talking about last week. So Mandy Purdy, if you're watching, look, I still use this book. And I've got another one as well that I got from Maggie as well. And I use that one as well. And I write all my lists in there. You um, Try uh, Nikki, try, try Chrome, Nikki, if you can't um, see us still. Um, that might be the issue. So you have to write a proper list. But the next major downfall that you need to um, 
be aware of with a list is you mustn't chunk it up too big. So you mustn't say, write a novel. I've done that one. I've made that error. Because it's too much. It's too much. You can't eat the elephant in one go. You can't create a novel. You need to chunk down. Oh, she's back. Hello. You're back. We're just talking about writing a novel. No, not really. We're talking about this and the importance of not chunking up, chunking your list up too much. So it's really important to write a list because it helps your brain prioritise. It's really important to put enough detail, not just right on the back of your hand, bang, or shove it on a post-it note. Oh, I'm still feeding back, honey, quite badly in your in your office. So you need to turn the speakers off. Oh, she's gone again. <laughs> She'll be dipping in and out. Hi, Molly. Dipping in and out. Dipping in and out all the time. And it's really important not to chunk up too much. So, for instance, the write a novel. It would be write an outline, have a plan, do some research, write the first chapter, get someone to review it, spell check it write another chapter, send that to the, you know, do you see what I mean? You have to like chunk down really. You have to make it into little bits of um, information um, at a time. Why did this work? Why? Why do you think this works? If I had to do something here, I'd ask her that question. <laughs> but she's gone, she left me all alone. So I have to answer the, give you the answer myself. The answer is dopamine. And I think we, we talk a lot about brain chemicals. We were talking about brain chem chemicals last week when um, when we were talking about the, oh, it might be the week before when we were talking about the amygdala and why we're all in this, um, we're all in the same storm but in different boats or in the storm and why some of us are fighting, some of us are flying, some of us are freezing. And that's all to do with um, uh, the uh, chemicals in your body and this is the same um, thing with lists because we we are chemically reactive as humans so dopamine is the chemical messenger that your body makes and your nervous system uses to send messages between nerves and motivation is essential so when we're motivated we're we're winning, we're winning. But when we're not motivated, we, te we tend to fail. And the list provides the motivation. It provides the start point to get us going, to get us out of off our, off our seats and to get us doing. So it's a doing tool. It gets us doing something. And even if we um, experience just a little bit of success, so even if you just um, cross off one tiny bit of your list, so you've got like 20 things and you cross off one thing, you get a shot of a of dopamine and it spurs you on now body's quite addicted to these chemicals um, it's what helps us form really good and bad habits so that's what triggers us to go down the list and, oh, I, I like that. i'm going to have another kind of chick or something else on the list and um neuroscientists so that's my book it's the um clients and neuroscientists that. that's mandy purdy's business um, the appliance of neuroscience um calls this self-directed learning. It means that we're self-motivated. We're motivating ourselves to do and to learn more and to take action. And it's much better if we can have lots of series of small goals within a long-term strategic objective. And you know, I work on that a lot with my clients. 
because they had I was, they said well, what's your dream what's your dream dream big but then you've got your dream you've got to step back and the list you can have lots of lists you don't have to have just one list for working you can have one list for life you can have a list for your leisure time you can have a list for your reading list for instance you can have a list for we have a list for people. We have lots of lists. Um, and they're really good for motivating us, as I say, when we've got um, really big long term goals. And they're really good for motivating us. <laughs> they're really good for motivating us in things like lockdown, like we are now, because we're all a little bit. Um, Connecting keeps dropping in and out. Oh, I don't know why that is. I think my connection's okay here, and it's and it's saying it's okay here. So maybe I know there are a lot of um, issues all over the country with um, Sky, etc. Uh, because so many of us using the internet, the fiber optic um, cable. We've got. I hope we've got So just stick with it and hopefully um, you'll be able to watch it on catch up anyway as well. We'll download this and put it into the Oh hi, excellent. I'm glad you can see me now. Was it crow? Yeah, it's all buffer unfortunately, because it'll be to do with your download speed and if there's lots of people in your area besides that, you'll hear you'll hear this in a minute. Um, uh, I'll type you a little message. Um, buffering because um, unfortunately, we just have to um, just have to go with it. So, if you can hear me, great, and it'll be on the um, Pure Art Group Facebook page um, on our. If you go in the look area, then all the films we've got in there for you to look afterwards. And you can always post up messages if you come back on this. Um, all of these remain here. If we've got. Um, you can post messages here, and if you've got anything you want to ask, if you can put them in, there's a little section down the bottom called Ask Questions. My brain's trying to multitask from this to asking about the world of fantasy to asking questions. So if you've got questions, have a look on the bottom row, and it says Ask Questions. You put them in there for us, and um, and we'll answer them at the end. Hopefully, uh, Suzanne will come back and join because she is the queen of the list. So, what we can do to really um, enhance this uh, effect of getting the dopamine as a way of checking things off is we can gamify lists. Starting meetings on the L doesn't help, apparently. Ah, oh, okay. I'll. I'll um, um, I'll, unfortunately, we've set them up and at one o'clock, and um, I think people now know. So, so yes, um, try to stick to the program. Well, still answering all the questions. So, gamify your list. This is a really good one, and this is a real game change game changer. Because um, if you reward yourself every time you tick something off the list, and don't. I've not been writing during lockdown. I've not been writing really long lists. 
So a lot of people are saying the sound's okay, and then other people are saying the sound's bad. As I say, um, I think it's just because we're in a, net, a period of time now where there's lots of people on the internet and the broadband which is being put under pressure. And um, my broadband is showing very good, but you know, we're all we're all we're all vulnerable to this. Uh, I don't know. Sorry, Polo. I um sorry. I'll just write sorry because you can't hear me clearly. Um, um, yeah, I think we're just going to be a bit vulnerable to the connection. So, watch it if you ha if you can't hear me, then you can um, watch on catch up. I'll put watch on catch up down in the bottom bar here. So that uh, it might be clearer watching on catch up today. It might be that um, the connection just today because it's raining, isn't it? The weather's not so good either. Maybe the connections are in bad. So we haven't had any problems with sound or um, too much buffering up till now, but clearly today is a bad one. So I will just carry on and um, ask you questions and hopefully Suzanne will appear back on screen in a minute and she can tell us all about the checklist because she's got some amazing checklists. And she's done some things with my students that I worked with on Golden Art Falls at the school college. And oh, she's back. She's back. So hopefully, she might appear back on screen in a minute and we'll see her. So, as I say, just to finalize the final, oh, she's back. So, just to finalize. Okay, now. That's better. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. to finalize, um, it's really good to gamify your list, which means that you give yourself rewards every time. I like this one. I like this bit. So, A, I like the Russian man because he does his research in restaurants. I'm going to take that one into my PhD, looking for all opportunities to do research in restaurants. And yeah. B, is give yourself a re reward every time you check something off your list. Now, you're going to have to be careful with that one because if you make one item a really big reward, you're not probably not going to get very far with your list. You're probably going to have a list that carries on for a while. So what I tend to do with my working list is I I put three things on the list and I have to check off three things before I'm allowed to add any more onto the list. So for instance, yesterday I had three tasks to do and every time I checked one off, I could add something on the bottom. So it really motivated me because I, the, all the information in my head was quite distracting and I kept losing track of what I was doing. So it motivated me to speed up because I could. So my gamification was simply giving myself permission to write something else on the bottom of the list. So I, my list never becomes overwhelming because it's only ever three things. But I'm incentivizing myself. I'm gamifying it mm -hmm. by saying, like, once you've crossed one off, you can put another one on the bottom. So it's kind of an ever replenishing list. And then when I get to the end of the day, I see how many times I've replenished my list. And if it's an average day, I give myself a gin and tonic. <laughs> okay. And if it's a really good day, I might even reward myself with a bit of chocolate. One of the things I really love doing is walking. I love walking the dog. I'm probably not going to end up doing that today because it's absolutely pouring down outside. It has been really quite lovely, but it's pouring down now. So, yeah, gamification. So, write a list is good because our, our, lay, our brain understands it, that these are our priorities. Write it in sufficient detail so that 
your brain understands what it is you want to do. Don't chunk up too much because if you chunk up too much and don't give enough detail, it's very difficult to uh, cross things off. It takes too long and that becomes unmotivating. So chunk down and try and have a formula for your list. So as I say, a book or a checklist, we're going to come on to that. And um, checklists are good. <laughs> yeah, that you keep somewhere because that's motivating as well and gamify it. So make it into a game so it's fun and your brain goes, oh, this is, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying this and I want to do it more. And so that gives you the motivation and the motivation is what triggers the dopamine and makes us feel happy and keeps us, keeps us going. So it's, it's a real chain reaction with lists. So lists are good. Now, I do appreciate that lists don't work for everyone. You know, it's a bit like lockdown. And as we were saying earlier that, you know, we're all in the same storm. We've all seen this on the Internet now, but we're all in different boats. And we must be um, kind and generous and considerate to other people that some people are experiencing this lockdown period different to others. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm inviting guests on every week now, because it gives us a different perspective of how they're experiencing. So knowing that Suzanne is the checklist queen, I thought she would be the perfect person to invite on as my guest this week. And she can hopefully tell us a bit about how she's experiencing lockdown, how, what her boat looks like. And, um, and also she can also tell us a little bit about how she is checklist. Now I got introduced to checklists um, Suzanne style, so interactive PDF checklist, when she came in and did some work with my students at Eastbourne College um, who were doing gold arts and they loved it and it really motivated them to keep going and deliver their project. So over to Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. How Hello. I don't know if everyone can hear me. Oh, the, the, there seems to be a lot of feedback. Oh, we're not getting any feedback on the line. Here. I think that's just me. I think yeah, it might no, just be uh, you. I, I, um, would like to try and be more uh, and a more organised creative. Creatives have a bad name for not being too organised, don't they? So um, I have a range of ways of keeping checklists going for projects or for just general admin to do with work. Um, so it could be anything. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. you. If you stay quite still because you're on your phone now, so the signal is not quite so strong. Um, but yes, getting the doing the checklist is um, oh, well, yeah, no, anything from sort of the hand drawn checklist with hand drawn tick boxes, I find very useful. Uh, on the other extreme, I might have um, a checklist with eight columns to tick. Oh, so I find that. Uh, that's, well, almost it, next, it, that's almost <laughs> an Excel spreadsheet, love. <laughs> I know, but it's You've the only way to keep on top of um a project with say 40 plus pages where you've got illustrations going in you've got text to be approved um different levels of color work so it's it's how i keep on top of it and it is satisfying to tick those boxes if i must say you recognize the satisfaction um, and, and many people have the discussion about you know length of checklist and you say you've got your method of only having three items which or I have to put it all down in a great long list to get it out of here. <laughs> you can do that. So sometimes uh, so I would do a brain. Yeah. Sometimes I would do a brain dump. So I do a brain dump in my book, but it's not a list. It's just a brain dump. So I brain yeah. dump it, yeah. and I strategically pick out 
the top three things and put those on my list. So a completely another page, they're my list. So I don't, um, I don't say I don't brain dump because I think that that can, if you don't do that, it can stop you sleeping um, sometimes because there's so much mm -hmm. busy, busy mind syndrome is can be a problem. But yeah, yeah so that's I, why I, I think it's, it's good to jump. Then you can reorganize and call it a proper checklist if you like. Yeah. Maybe separate checklists for different things. But like you say, it's good to get it down on brain dump and get it out mm -hmm. of their head and stop it going around. You're already on the track to making it all more organized. Um, many people like to do handwritten note lists, um, but there are the digital versions. So I've got um, an example of one of how you would run a design project that we can share uh, in a little while. But there are also apps. I don't know if any. Do any of you use apps for lists? I um, there's quite a popular so one. We've used. Uh, we've tried clear. to use. Yeah, we've tried to use apps before. Hildegard, my lovely Hildegard, who does a lot of my organisation and planning with me for Pure, um, is a great one for trying to get me onto like these. She's got me using Google Docs, which is I feel like I've come out of the dark ages, and um, <laughs> and she's also tries to get me. Um, to use digital things but i have to say i'm old school like jane i'm old school i like i love my we were doing like last week you know as well as journals i've got no prolific numbers of notebooks on the go all the time mm -hmm. and as i say in there there's brain dumps i write, write notes as i'm talking to clients um mm -hmm. i and then i use that to strategically create my three my power list as i call it so my three yeah. things i must get done and then as i say Game yeah. fight, so. Well, that's a good target for the day, isn't it, when you do that, yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, I tend to do both. I brain dump, I make a great long checklist, which if you break it down into different sections is really what you're doing. And then you can tick those off. And uh, it's actually, if you've done more than you had on your list in a day, write it down and cross it off immediately. You know, you get oh. that extra fix. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I you have can't do that, that in digital apps. No, I've done that before. When I'm having a bit of a day where you feel like you're not being productive, mm. I've sat down and I've thought, no, I'm just going to now write down all the things I actually have done. And that gives you that dopamine here. Yeah, I think there's a lot oh, to be said wow, for that. A lot. Yeah. Because otherwise you will always be thinking about the, the, the half empty, the glass half empty approach, which is oh, I've still got so many things on my list to do. And of course, you're never going to get them all done if you have more than your three. <laughs> Um, but like you say, think about think about the ones that you have achieved. That's it's good to focus on that a bit and remind yourself. Absolutely. Um, the, the app I've been using is um, called Clear. So there are lots of apps. If you just search um, checklist in the App Store, for example, if you have a smartphone, there are endless opportunities there. There's Evernote. There are many, many others. But something mm -hmm. like Clear, it looks great and it actually works very easily. Um, and it's it's a standalone. It's not trying to link into lots of other systems. Something that I noticed this week, so I was doing some research. Um, I'm writing my online program at the moment. So I'm using the time. Huh, I like to say, ah, so Hildegard says uh, she likes Asana. You see, there she is. Hmm. My, quite my, new, my lovely organized. But that's linking to organized. other systems as well, isn't it? Does Asana link to other systems, Hildegard? Let us know. She knows she's always on the front edge of all this stuff. You're she's always knows. She yeah. introduced me to the walls program the other day that you have to use hashtags to get everything to populate. Honestly, 
I just like a good old fashioned. I'm like the guys who like the Jane, who likes the good old fashioned piece of paper. And and the other thing I quite like is I keep all, I keep all my notebooks with my lists in, so that when I'm um, every now and again I go and have a look back through them and and have a little bit of a and that gives you a little bit of a dopamine hit because it makes you feel happy to realise how much you've done. So what mm. I what I I'm writing as I say I'm writing. Um, gradually writing my course at the moment that will be delivered online which will hopefully support um the pure artists during the time when i'm doing my phd and oh well it will support them i'm just no hope about it <laughs> it will do <laughs> and i came across this thing and you must all have a look at it it's called future me it might be the future me or futureme.org and you can write a letter to your future self and designate a time to get it back. So you can write, so that can be a kind of list. So you can write, these are the things I'm working on and I want to achieve in the next three months. And then you put it in and then it might be the future me or just future me.org, I can't remember. That's a great um, idea. And then, yeah. you, and then you send note it. Self. It's note <laughs> to self. And then you send yeah. it and, and then it, it sends it back to you automatically in three months time via an email. And you're like, whoa. I've forgotten about that and I've actually achieved it. A dopamine hit. Go on, <laughs> chocolate, quickly have a gin and tonic. This is all working for me. Yeah, make you sure know, it's something it's, achievable. Yeah, it's just, well, obviously, <laughs> um, it's just another excuse to give myself a reward, you see. It's just another excuse to make myself feel happy. I, uh, I, yeah. I, I meditate as well as a, as a reward. I like meditation as a, a reward because that's just giving myself peace and peace in a family where you have three children, two dogs and a husband. It's a very rare commodity. So yeah. I do like giving myself peace. So, yeah. Um, oh, so Vincent used Apple Notes a lot for his daily lists, uh, which has tick, tick mm -hmm. boxes as well. That's another one for yeah, everyone. It does. Apple, it Apple does. Notes. I don't know Apple Notes at all. Um, as I say, I'm a good old fashioned girl with, I just know it's really important to do them. And um, so Pfizer uses Asana and um, uh, the buffering. Yeah, unfortunately, the nature of lockdown <laughs> causes buffering on the internet because we're all on the internet, aren't we? It's the weather that affects it, I'm sure. Ah, do you think it's the rain as well? So what, how is your boat looking, my yeah. love, in lockdown? How is it looking? How um, are things going? Say that again. How is your boat looking? What boat is are you in in lockdown? Are oh, you in well, a, actually, in a in busy boat? Ways, I'm working as much. Yes, I'm particularly busy actually, um, which is great, and I know I'm lucky in that. Um, I work a lot with the museum sector, and uh, although currently I have a number of projects on that have been sort of planned long term and have the fundings in place everyone I'm working with is wondering what's going to happen next because the, all of the art sectors and all creatives depend on some kind of human interaction at some point in their project or in their museum or in their arts festival and nobody really knows where they're going to go over the next year or so so it's it's interesting to be busy but have some changes looming and not to know what they are Yes, because um, I suppose you're doing a project that was pre-planned prior to lockdown. So yeah. that's giving you the nice time during lockdown to keep yourself yeah. busy, etc. Yeah, but you're not obviously very lucky. Yeah, but you're obviously not looking, you're not being able to look for new work, which I think is, um, well, you know. No, not in, the, not in the way that I have been perhaps in the past. But then I'm speaking to a lot of people to, who are trying to reinvent 
themselves. So whether it's museums or artists or other companies. Um, mm. So museums are trying to change rapidly the resources I might have designed for them mm. into something they can use online. So, for example, I designed a family trail for the Royal Hospital Chelsea um, that takes people around the building and the other one takes them around the garden. So no one's going to be doing that for a while and possibly longer than everywhere else because their tour guides are um, the pensioners themselves. So oh, they wow. have to be very cautious about letting the public back in. But they want to take the element that works digitally, the, the drawing and the colouring in pages. And so I'm creating something they can put on their website or that they can put on social media to continue interacting with those families in the meantime. So everyone's trying to find little ways of doing that mm. and you know I've been trying to support museums who have um, found it particularly difficult to do that on their own they don't have their own design department so they're trying to put some resources together so I've created some word templates which are not the best way to design something that looks good but it's something that people can handle at home um, while they they haven't got access to anything else so everyone's trying to find a new way through, really. Um, and I yeah, it's innovation. The same, it? Leslie. Yeah, it's innovation. I think I've just been asked mm -hmm. the question, is Pure considering any online exhibitions? And actually, and that's the thing, quietly mm -hmm. behind the scenes, you know, we are working on quite a big project. And I can't reveal too much about that at the mm -hmm. moment. But we will be launching it to Pure members. So if you're a member of Pure, you will be receiving information about this through a live broadcast on the 15th of May. And you'll be all invited into a, just a private um, pure live broadcast on Crowdcast on the 15th of May and where we will tell you all about the plan. I can't tell you any more now. You're just going to have to cope with that little teaser, but we don't worry. We, we, us guys, we never sit quietly for, for long. We're very, we're very busy and we like to, um, be create we're creative so we like to create so now we've been working on a concept and we've been testing some things out and we've been speaking to people i crowdcast particularly been incredibly supportive in some of the ideas and helping us to sanity check some of the ideas that um that i've had because i am a i am the ideas girl and then it goes off to <laughs> everyone else who goes really are you sure <laughs> no we can't do that leslie that's ridiculous mm. and then i go oh okay all right, well, let's just think about how we might be able to do it. And then we scale it back and we sanity check. And so I've had, um, last week I had a, um, a Zoom chat with a guy called Steve, who was introduced to me by the Crowdcast guys who run this platform. And I, I said to them, I've got some ideas. I just want to kind of sanity check. And they said, oh, you need to speak to Steve. And I was like, okay. So he Zoom chat me. Turns out he's the man who produces the Super Bowl in America. I was like, oh, I'm only slightly intimidated. <laughs> and, and he produces the um, the open. He was at a loose end and available. Yeah, it was just a, a loose end. He didn't, and, and he had the full green screen behind him and everything. And I'm like Steve. Now I'm really appreciating all of your you know comments and everything, but I need to make it very clear: we're very poor creative people. There's no money in this. We are not the Super Bowl. And he was like, oh, no, it's fine. I'm just helping anyone I can. I just said to the Crowdcast guys, I'd be happy to help anyone who's, you know, new to broadcasting. And I was like, what a lovely guy. How generous. So he's helped me sanity check and refine some ideas. And we're still working on a little bit of refinement. So I can't really tell you 
what it's going to look like yet because it's not quite nailed down but it's going to be i will tell you one thing it's going to be called oh suzanne's gone again she's left me on my own again it's going to be called um art 360. so look out on the website because very soon there'll be an announcement saying art 360 coming soon and um and then we and you will as peer members obviously will be getting the first um hint and opportunity to partake in that so we'll give it out to the members first they'll get the first opportunity and then we will put it out to everybody after that but our members obviously will get the first opportunity so yeah exciting times we've been working very hard behind the scenes um to come up with a new and innovative idea that will deliver what artists need i'm saying no more than that my lips are sealed otherwise i'll probably be killed by um hildegard and louisa and molly will come and beat me over the head she's not allowed it's okay i'm safe no one's allowed to come near me so i can say what i like no i won't because we do need to go a few more refinements before we're prepared to put it out there so um suzanne's coming back and i think when suzanne comes back hopefully she'll share with us um you're back more than arnie i know she dips in and out and in and out um talking of an online art and just to remind people i'm doing an online exhibition on facebook check it out if you haven't already done so that's from nick Rowland. so if you look up nick Rowland on facebook you'll be able to see his online exhibition and of course the artist support pledge is going great guns and all of our artists are doing um um very well with that the ones that wish to participate what I must always say, and it, it refers to checklists as well as everything that we, we talk about every week, is that you must do it your own way. Don't feel pressured. Just because I do a checklist, it's not a competition. You don't have to do a checklist. It's just what works for me. Now, the science backs up the fact that checklists, checklists work and they're motivational and they give you this dopamine hit, but they're not for everyone. You know, some people you know see things differently and, and experience life differently and they're not for everyone so life isn't a competition we're all in this together doing the best we can and if you don't want to be busy over this time don't feel pressurized to be busy do do you do you how you want to do it that's that's your responsibility to listen to everything and then make your own decisions suzanne um is the queen of the checklist and she's got some really great checklists um, that she's going to share with us and in the blog post that i'm going to put up on pure after this session um there'll be all about the science so you'll be able to read it all if you couldn't hear it all properly and practice the russian names that i was really rubbish at and um oh i might need to let you in do i need to let you in Susanna? i might need to let you in i'll see shall i oh no she's back i didn't oh, need to let you yeah. in you've clicked back in. <laughs> Bits of the oh, no, I, sorry, I don't know what's happening with the internet. Uh, so um, you, <laughs> it, you're like Arnie Schwarzenegger. She's gone and she's back. I'll be she's back. back. <laughs> so I was just saying, um, it'd be really good. I'm going to include the checklist, the interactive PDF checklist that you use um, in yeah. the blog post. It'd you be good if you show that show. on screen. Yeah, can you show us on screen okay. what it looks well, like? It was a checklist just devised for um, a basic way of getting your assets together. If you're planning a promotional leaflet um, or, or any other kind of marketing material for a project, so for an event, maybe an exhibition of your own work. Which, which um, will be really so helpful for creatives. It's a sort of catch-all and it's a starting point. So let me see if I can share that with you. 
We managed it earlier, didn't we? When we were yes, in the green we room and we were drinking well, coffee and practicing at the moment. So here we go. Oh, there we go. There so we go. Can you see that? Yes, Has I that can come see up it. With your end? Yes, so I can. Very yeah. simple, basic checklist, and the the version that uh, Leslie will post up later allows you to click on it, so you can actually use it digitally if you don't want to print it out. So it's just to, to make you think about what you might need if you're producing some kind of uh, marketing campaign. So it might be across a number of items. Uh, so you might be planning an exhibition for when the lockdown's over further down the line, or it might be something you're planning for online even, but it just focuses on what you might need. So title, is there a strap line or a descriptor if your title isn't stating the obvious? Um, what visual or visuals would you be using? Will it be a photograph, an illustration? a graphic or a combination of those. Other texts, do you need some other text or not? Um, date and time, if it's sensitive to that. Again, with location. Contact details, so that's sometimes something that people forget to put on there, a, a mobile or an email. Or maybe mm. you're going to just point people to your website. So it might just simply be the website that people need to visit. Social media accounts, you might want to flag up what social media you use. Are there tickets involved? So where would you be able to buy those tickets? What are the costs? What concessions are you offering, et cetera? Any kind of restrictions or regulations um, for an event, if it's a one-off or if it's an ongoing or a competition? Uh, do you have a logo or does your event have a logo? Do you have sponsors whose logos must appear somewhere? Never forget sponsor logos. And also never forget to credit your photographer or illustrator or designer uh, somewhere. So yes, I hope you find important. that useful. <laughs> we often always get to credit ourselves. <laughs> yeah, always, always. But, um, if I you're using a useful, if you're using a photograph um, supplied by someone else, um, a or someone else's photograph, a ask permission in advance because we Absolutely. do as artists, we do find that people will take. They'll just kind of screenshot or they'll um, drag and drop an image off of an artist's website and use that to advertise their event. And that's not good practice. Um, and I'm sure none of my creators mm. would do that. But um, just in case there's anyone else watching, <laughs> which yes, I'm sure there's something else to add to the list, actually. Permissions. <laughs> yeah, you must get permission. Usage yeah. permission from the originator of the image is really important. And then they mm -hmm. might have a particular way they want to be credited. I know when I'm yeah. writing for Aspect County, then um, all the images, I request them to be supplied, unless I supply them myself, obviously, but I request them to be supplied. And then I always say, please give me your credit information, how you want to be credited. And that part of the articles takes up almost as long as writing the actual article because it's really important someone's put their energy and effort it's their personal creation that they've they've yeah. done and you're if you're going to use it to promote yourself or promote an event or an activity that you're doing it's very important that they get the due respect of um, their name being put on that absolutely some people so, will say we don't need anything but it's yeah always, it should always be asked so that credit process is actually like you say also partly asking for permission in the for place yeah. in the first place and the same with sponsor logos if you do have an event where you've got some sponsorship going on um 
often the sponsor won't just want their logo, but there'll be some specific wording that needs to go with it. They'll want to say, we thank so-and-so, or Heritage Lottery uh, have very specific phrasing that they need to, you to use. And, it, and it, it's usually critical. And people have had to reprint projects because yeah so i learned i learned this one in pr pretty much um back in like 20 2009 when i did the first leaflet for um the first pure art fair uh oh the, it wasn't called pure art fair at that point it was called battle contemporary art fair something mm. or other it was about 20 titles to it um and we created a leaflet and um it went to press and a, a designer had created it for us and we'd given them images and everything and i was very green to all of this in the art world at that point because i'd been working at coca-cola prior to and everything was very managed you know there was you know the coca-cola logo had to be shown in a certain way with certain color etc so everything was very prescribed so I hadn't really taken mm. on board the nuances of um, how to use images, to be honest with you. And they produced this leaflet. And when I went to pick it up, I looked at it and I thought, those images don't look right. And I said, oh, can I just check that? And I was sitting in the, in the printer's office and I was watching. And I, uh, and I was watching what they were doing. And I said, can I just pull those images up on my screen? And I realized that they had cropped They'd cropped the images without permission. And I said, oh my goodness, you've, cro you've cropped artist images. And that's, so you've cropped artwork. Mm. Um, instinctively, I felt, I felt sick and I thought, <laughs> I'm, sure you're, I'm sure you're not meant to do that. Mm. So I immediately emailed the couple of artists who were involved and said, I'm really sorry, I've just realized this and your images are cropped and I'm, you know, I'm apologizing in advance. And fortunately they, both the individuals who were involved went, I'm not happy, but I'm really happy that you've realised and we'll let it go. But they yeah. could have made us completely yeah. reprint. So there, it is a minefield, potentially. Well, it's about some... That was thousands of pounds. Right way of doing things. Yeah, we used thousands to do a, of pounds. Book for um, Sotheby's years ago when I had my design practice in London. It was art at auction. It's the high-end prestige book that they published every year and they distributed free to their sort of more uh, high profile clients, shall we say. And the the reproductions there were everything was checked to the last detail. We used to go to Germany to do press passes to make sure the color balance was right. And the yeah. crop, absolutely, you wouldn't lose a millimeter from the edge of anything, absolutely no, not. Because because a reprint would have been, I honestly thought we were gonna to have to reprint and that would have been several thousand pounds. And that, hmm. and, and when you're running, been, they would have had a valid reason. They had absolutely. It was their right. Done, <laughs> it was their right. And it was my lack of experience that didn't mm. spot it from the designer. But my instinct when I mm. saw it just triggered something inside of me that said, that's not right. And mm. so now I'm always very aware of it. It's about ethics, isn't it? It's about ethics. It's mm. about thinking about whenever you're doing anything like this, thinking about how you would want that done with your work or your image and how it would feel if it was you. So taking that perspective of if this were me and um, that's something I try and do all the time now when we're yeah, designing I, events. I, go on, sorry. So when we're designing events and thinking about events, I try and put myself in the other person's shoes and go, okay, so if I receive that information, how would that feel to me? Does that feel right? Does that sound right? And that takes a lot more energy, but it's the right thing to do. It's the ethical thing to do. Yeah. 
I'm just wondering, there must be a lot of artists listening now. And as far as my point of view, I love to see details of artists' work because it's often the bit you can't see, or even for museums, it's the same. I love it when they will enlarge a detail that you would never get close enough to see. But mm. it's about being able to see the bigger picture as well. So if you're promoting an artist's work, you should never crop into their work without consulting them, obviously. Mm. Um, but do many people like to use um, details of their work because you get to see brushwork or line work? I think those. I think those that um, do have a practice that has a lot of texture involved mm. like to do show detail. And uh, as you say correctly, that you show the bigger picture and then mm. you show smaller little vignettes of the details. Yeah. So always alongside the whole yeah. work. So no, that's that's something that's. Um, yeah that we try well, to do. With the Sotheby's book that we used to do, we would always show the full work and mm. the full view of the back if it was a, an important canvas. But we would also, where we could, show a very detail, a very a close up detail of the work. And it, was, it made it come to life because you'd suddenly get to see that human touch if it's a painting or a little thing that you would never notice on a page otherwise. No, as a as a as a photographer, I was all in the detail. I used to when I was doing my photography, I was always the one to go right into the minutiae, and mm -hmm. I loved all the uh, the real texture of it. And uh, but mm -hmm. as I say, I think it is making sure that you show the whole thing and then the details, and that's really important mm -hmm. um, to do so. So no, these are just ethics um, and a checklist to remind mm. you about those things is helpful because when we're creating an event or artists are creating a document for themselves, they're not designers. The artist isn't a designer. So they're trying to do these things um, on the hoof. And, yeah. and, and it's not always easy to do it for yourself help. because you're immersed in your work already. And you, it's helpful to have someone else to bounce that idea off and think about how you would put that piece of work out there when you're using it in publicity. Um, Absolutely. But that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> that is a whole, publicity is a whole other discussion, your master field of your graphic design area. I was talking to um, Suzanne in the green room earlier and we were looking at her pictures that you can see behind her, her fish. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, Suzanne is, a, is an artist as well. She does artwork and she's got some on, the time. Other, <laughs> some on the other wall as well. But that underpins your practice, doesn't it? Your graphics yeah. practice. Yeah, you do do. I don't know if the I other one's visible. Let me move oh, it around. So there we are. There we go. There some, we are. Got some little shrimps. The shrimps <laughs> as well. My, fish, my fishy series. Yeah. So um, obviously as a designer, you instinctively, uh, it's good when you work with artists because you are an artist yourself and you instinctively mm. know the things that might work and might upset them or they might find difficult. Um, so it's the same with commissioning. I'm raising that really long comment. <laughs> I'm like, it's the same when you're commissioning really. illustration, for example. Um, I mean, I do do illustration work myself, but currently I'm working on a book project where I'm working with an illustrator, so I'm in the art director role, and that's always interesting. Um, but coming at it from the illustrator side, I think I, you know you can bring a bit more understanding to how I will commission yeah. each picture from, or have that I discussion. That I, in this I year. have skim read that really long. Um, uh, comment and it was the bit that this absolute threatened that jumped oh, out of me and, yeah, and I think that's that. all the fortune I can see yeah that is that is uh, the thing isn't it you know be wary don't 
steal other people's work because it could come back and bite you really badly like that experience for me could have cost me a lot of money and I was very lucky I took action immediately and I was very lucky that the artists were understanding but you know it doesn't it doesn't always work that way so yeah. the checklist yeah. um to trigger your I brain to remember ask, those ask clients about um permission if for images that I know they aren't their own and the mm -hmm. same with um logos you know don't just always ask the question about do they have any other logos they need to add on yeah what would the wording be because it's it's very easy to overlook if you're not familiar with the process i suppose yeah i think spot you dealing with sponsors is another whole minefield yeah. and uh, probably it's another whole project that's like <laughs> another whole crowd cast is um yeah. is dealing with the sponsors because the sponsors obviously have um they have come on to sponsor your event because they have an outcome that they're seeking. So they will want their logo placed and the wording placed in such a way to ensure that they maximize the opportunity for mm. that outcome. And so, yeah, they're, they're not normally paying you a lot of money as well. So yeah, you you know, it's important to pay attention. So I'm gonna go into the um, ask questions box. If anyone's got any mm. more questions, pop them in there. But the first one we've got is the value of post-it notes as a visual reminder outside of the to-do list virtually. I like burning when done and dusted. That's from Cass. That is such a good idea. Yeah. Post-it notes on the fridge. Or I, the bottom of the oh. screen. I haven't got any at the moment personally. <laughs> as I said earlier, post-it notes aren't a list, but they are a device. And post-it mm. notes are a great device. And I love the idea about burning them. And I think Nadine has a great thing about burning she writes um she writes something on the on the full moon and then burns it and i'll invite her up on the screen in a minute watch out nadine you're going to be invited up in a minute to talk about your burning <laughs> process so yeah burning them is is um and a note by the kettle in the morning yeah that's another good one so um would you suggest making a list at the same time every day well i i don't because mine's a rolling list so i I brain dump probably, it just depends how busy I am. I brain dump frequently and then, but I keep my list rolling. So it's an ongoing yeah. process. I will try and check it at the end of the day. So I know what I'm aiming for the next day. What's been, you know, what I haven't completed that rolls over to the next day, for example. So I'm going to. Digital, digital post-it notes are good, but you can't burn them. <laughs> Ah, no, so you can't do, no, don't go burning anything digital, but I love the idea of, of um, burning. I've just invited um, Nadine up onto the screen to tell us about her burning. Um, she's got a, um, a whole burning, um, I'm trying to think of the right word for it. It's, ritual. It's ritual, ritual to do with the moon. <laughs> so I'm sure she's going to arrive on the screen in a minute and, um, and tell us all about that. And it's all to do with the moon. And I can't remember, she did explain it all to me how she did it once in a, in the car when we were driving back from a jazz gig, but I can't remember it now. So oh, I sometimes hear my, here yeah, she is, good. here she is. Oh, hello. 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 How are you both? Good. Loving, loving your chat. You're having another little chamble, aren't you? We're having a good yeah. chamble. <laughs> having a good chamble. I love so it. So what do you do? Sorry. 
What do you do with your post-it notes? Oh, well, I do. I burn a lot. Leslie's absolutely right. I don't want to sound like I'm a little bit of a pyromaniac, but I do burn a lot <laughs> of things. It's a very powerful process. Um, and yes, I do a new moon, full moon ritual. So that's every two weeks following the moon cycles. I'm happy to put that up in the group if you like, Leslie. Is that, would that be a good uh, idea? Because it's, it's yeah, a little so bit long, long-winded. But the essence is that the burning of something is to let it go. And it's such mm -hmm. a powerful powerful thing once you've done something or when you want mm. to you know when you're talking about journaling a, a journaling a lot lately and actually writing things down and actually letting mm. something go um, and using mm. I mean I do use the full moon for yeah. that but you can do it at any time it's like a little bit of a ceremony if you like um, and mm. it's really well, even powerful. the physical crossing off on a list is great uh, yes it? yes it's, I commented on that with someone later I love that crossing off a list gives me so much joy and sense of achievement <laughs> you know so I love to write a list to cross it off Often someone commented they like to write things they've already done because it's it's good and I know you mm. said that Leslie too mm. so it's how you get that feeling of of joy and letting go isn't it and and I do mm. find I've got a bonfire pit in my garden I'm very lucky um, <laughs> but I actually do find that just burning something and watching the process because it's disappearing it's going you're letting it go letting the flames go the smoke go letting it go up mm. as I say when the full moon's there it's really really powerful uh, when you can see it but actually you know just that process of that just doing you know tearing it up that kind of thing is good but there's so much power in burning obviously in a safe place <laughs> to put that there. don't try this at home sort of thing um but really it's such a wonderful thing to do um, try it at home Try it at home, but in the garden. Try it at home, but in the garden. Yes, I just, I don't, yeah, I don't want people to be doing, oh, I did what she said. And in I'm, the kitchen. You know, we can't have fires at the moment. You're not allowed but to it have is, fires. You know, whatever way you can do it, say, yeah, so don't do that. Yeah. Mm. That's um, the thing. Vince, but safely, Vincent, if you can do something, as I say, the, the, go on, yeah. Vincent is saying it's really good if it's uh, something that's worrying you. Yeah. Yeah. totally it's, it's getting rid of it yeah I had a, a client once and she did it with her ex she wrote <laughs> things down she had some pictures she didn't burn him I have to clarify that um, <laughs> God, be so careful what I say <laughs> um, but it was a, you know this was bothering her she was really really struggling to let go of the relationship and I think so we did a whole process meditation process went through quite a lot of things with breathing techniques but actually the final thing of writing out everything she felt really getting it out of her system Mm. Um, you know that unconscious writing that they call it where you just let it all go yeah. Um, yeah. a few little pictures which you know gave her a lot of pleasure and just this ceremonial burning and letting it go you know it was it was a massive thing to do and um, and we can apply it to lots of things but I think with a to-do list when it's, it's almost like for me a bit of a celebration isn't it you've got it done mm -hmm. see it there see what you've achieved really really celebrate it mm -hmm. and go for it and go let it go it's done it's done you know especially yeah, if you've so got big project that's just been done or something you know it's just wonderful isn't it so that's kind of like the reward element isn't it the mm. um mm. The, the burning is part of the reward element so whereas i go and yeah. have chocolate and a, and a g and t <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that way you know you can you can do it while you're burning i don't even i i, I so a small amount of chocolate um, well, and it's, it's all sugar-free. It's a little <laughs> bit, isn't it? But whatever works, and I always say to people, just experiment, try different things, see what feels good for you, see what works, you know, and, and go with it because it's it's all there for us, isn't it? So. Yeah, I'm loving that. We're all connected on the, that energy plane, aren't we? Because I believe the service of what we all are, you know, this 
manifestation of yeah. well, body belief there oh we are all yeah. the, we're all connected on that you know spiritual soul level and yeah. if we all um collectively are pushing that energy forward and managing it then you know great hopefully yeah. that will help those that are in slightly leaky boats as well at the yeah. moment yeah, yeah. Well, so whatever you've got going on at the moment uh, if it's too much going around it's a way of emptying your head and putting it on the page and reorganizing your thoughts and planning ahead mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be pressure it's just getting it out of your head and and putting it aside for you to deal with almost when you need to it doesn't have to be an immediate checklist i think yeah. No, that that's interesting. I um, you kind of you've acknowledged. Yeah, I um, as an NLP practitioner, we have this thing called well-formed outcome, and the well-formed outcome is a series of questions that you go through with a with a client, and it comes out with um, a well-formed outcome. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> at the end of it, it is a list, effectively, and that helps you. Um, plan and we've talked about the benefits of being planning and having notebooks and journals etc but the well-formed outcome um, does support the whole checklist process and the reward process what are you going to do how are you going to be kind to yourself when you achieve these things so yeah if anyone is struggling and they want to do that well-formed outcome a couple of people asked me after last week's session if they could do um, a session on well-formed outcome then yeah just um, drop me either put a message in here or drop me an email I'll put my email in here. You can um, book in a session. And I find the um, well-formed outcome is great for helping people who just need a little bit of direction, especially at this time <laughs> during um, lockdown. So I gave up lists a few years ago yeah, and decided lovely. to do what I remembered instead and ask for help from the invisible world. Yeah, and that's great, yeah, but we do know that the science <laughs> does back up the benefits if you're a busy person a very busy person to have a list and if you're suffering a bit from overwhelm then it's it's definitely a good thing and then i love this idea of the gamification turns into pyromaniac patient <laughs> pyromaniation is that a word pyromaniation we turn it from gamification yeah. into pyromaniation <laughs> it's a very long word i'm never going to remember that one and i'm no. not going to attempt to try i'll, and I'll try and write that down on the uh, blog post pyromania <laughs> it's a very long word it keeps going on and on it's new it's new it was invented by nadine <laughs> yeah oh, i can't even say it <laughs> no i think it's definitely let's to take the pressure off rather than put the pressure on at yes, the moment the whole totally. that's yes. the whole point Totally, and you yeah. can just completely decide on how quickly you deal with whatever's on it. Someone's just posted about writing things on a piece of paper, and then all you have yeah. to remember is the piece of paper. Well, exactly, yeah. Exactly. So I know. So on a piece of paper. Oh. <laughs> I said while you were while you were on one of your Arnie breaks, Suzanne. <laughs> I said that we have to remember that um, we're all we're all doing this. The, we're all doing the best we can, and mm. that it's not a competition. Absolutely not. We should no. just yeah. do what we can do and what makes us feel happy and makes us feel safe um, during this time. It's not a competition. Life isn't a competition. There is plenty no. of everything for everyone. You don't need to go into competition with anyone. So if the list is not for you, don't do it. If the list is for you yeah. and you think it will work and it will help you feel more motivated and achieve what you want to achieve, great. And if yeah. burning it, or having a gin and tonic works for you to gamify your list. Yes, celebrate. Celebrate. Celebrate, yeah. celebrate yeah. the achievements on your list because <laughs> it will. Your whole world will become 
that it will become a major part of your bubble if you start to be happy and think um, that you're achieving you will achieve it becomes it becomes so the more you do it right. so thank you ladies thank you another thank fabulous you. channel about um about <laughs> lovely to e-meet everybody have a little have a little read of the comments afterwards Suzanne and if you can answer any of the comments I then will. that's great I will. these if comments need um, a checklist I think you're going to put yeah. it up I'm going to put it I'm going to put it up on the pure arts group website as a blog post um everything's there it's a quite a resourceful site so if you need resources then just go in and have a look and if you need anything then a lot of stuff is hidden in the members area but at the moment if people need particular things they can just email us and we'll do our best to support them and um and we'll see you the same time next week i don't know who my guest is next week i'll let you know <laughs> haven't decided yet <laughs> and um yeah remember the 15th of may Yes. Say no more. Tease. <laughs> I'm such a teaser. Okay. Lovely to see you all. And this, um, uh, that Peter's here as well. Hi, Peter. Um, Peter is, um, he runs the New Art Gallery and he is hopefully opening um, another New Art Gallery in Eastbourne after lockdown. So lovely to see you. And um, yeah, we'll see you here again, same time next week. And this will now be downloaded and put on the website so you'll be able to watch it in catch up. It's in the look area, it's on YouTube and it will be on Facebook as well shortly. Obviously they still haven't managed to repair the um, streaming link, um, but it's out of my, that's out of my hands. <laughs> I can't be responsible for that. So, all right, thank you lovely ladies. Thanks thank Suzanne you. and thank you. And Thank we'll you, see you all at the end of the broadcast now. And um, we'll see you all again next week. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.